Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows? We might even solve the case. I'm Ali Siegel. And I'm Melissa Stutton. First, a bit of exciting news. Web Crawlers now has a Patreon. Every dollar will help us continue to create high-quality, well-researched shows with exciting guests for our listeners our patrons will receive rewards bonus episodes videos not 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 kind of those videos but maybe if you pay a lot yeah depending on how much you pay shout outs and merchandise discounts and i don't want to brag but i'm like an incredible artist and some of the merch includes my art originals Signed by both me and Melissa. I'm excited. For when we're famous and then they'll be priceless. (laughs) You'll have both of our autographs, which is insane. So it'll be worth more than the however much money you pay. They'll appreciate is what they say in the art world. You'll have to get insurance for them. That's how expensive it'll be. Please insure anything that you you get from our Patreon needs to be insured. A hundred percent or else someone's going to steal them from you. So to contribute, please go to patreon.com slash web crawlers. Before we dive into our main story, we're going to start off with a weird thing that we discovered this week, which actually is the scariest thing I've ever heard. 
Is it? Have you heard of this? Yeah, I actually I I heard the actual thing on YouTube, but also I've heard of this like people actually doing this and hearing scary things. Yeah, so it's this is something I found. I think it was posted originally maybe five or six years ago, and it's this woman who had been using the sleep app for a few months to record her like snoring and her movements and her sound, which is weird in general to do. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing, but there is an app called Sleep Talk. Yeah. It just, I mean, it just records you and it like picks up on like movements or whatever, like snoring or whatever. Have you, do you do that in your sleep? Do you do weird stuff in your sleep? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you told me the other day that you. Oh, yes. I wake up screaming a lot. A lot. Why? Like, what does Martin do? He, like, like a few days ago, I remember having a bad dream where I was like stuck somewhere and I woke up at six in the morning. He was like pushing my shoulder and I woke up and I was like, stop. (laughs) It's like, why are you pushing me? He's like, cause you were screaming. (laughs) It's like, oh, do I hear a really embarrassing story? I'd love to. I don't talk in my sleep or I don't do anything in my sleep as far as I know. But my senior year of high school, I was having my first sleepover with my high school boyfriend. Uh Uh-oh. And... (laughs) <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Oh, no. I farted so loud in my sleep that no. I woke both of us up. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like, so embarrassing. He thought it was like funny and cute for some reason. Oh, no. That would be, I would kill myself. I, well, I wanted to die. I was the most oh, embarrassing no. thing. And since then, I'm like, par- I don't think I've like had a sleepover with a guy since. I mean, I have, but I'm so right. paranoid. I'm like weird about it now. Oh, no. Yeah, it was traumatic. Oh, Almost, no. I think more traumatic than sleep paralysis. Probably more traumatic yeah. than seeing a demon in your sleep. is a more <laughs> dramatic phenomenon than I sleep believe paralysis. it. I be- I'm sure okay. I farted him. Oh, anyway. So. <laughs> so back to, that's not what this podcast back is Back to this woman. So she was sleeping in her bed with her three-year-old. It was just the two of them in the house. and the next. Yeah, go sleeping. The next day, she went through her recordings. There was one at 2.04 a.m. In it, you can hear these, like, clicks that get louder over the course of the recording. And then eventually, you can hear her saying, what are you doing? And immediately after, there's a deep voice that says, nothing. The clicks get louder. And at the end of the recording, you hear the same voice say, that's them. (gasps) And the recording is on here. So let's go ahead and play it real quick. Let's play it. What? Oh my God. So it's like these clicks and she says, what are you doing? And then a very deep voice is like nothing that sounds like a burglar i mean yeah so she posted that people on reddit like audio engineers started dissecting the audio to test what the frequencies were because people are like well maybe it was your son maybe it was you talking to yourself I mean, isn't her son two years old three <laughs> yeah That's a low baritone uh, but then the <laughs> frequency, boss baby. yeah, boss baby. <laughs> hey, mom, doing a business. <laughs> but uh, oh, the frequency was 
very low. It was like at 90 or something, which oh is like the God. frequency of a man's voice. And her voice was at like 250 or whatever. But then someone was like, oh, what if it's two burglars? Because someone says, that's them. Yeah. What if they're talking to another person like, oh, that's them. Oh, like them sleeping in the bed. Yeah. And so she continued to record, but like she heard nothing. And people are like, well, what if it's like your ex-husband? And she's like, he would never do that. That's crazy. And like. Also, she probably would have recognized that voice. Yeah. And so she ended up moving four months later. I would have, too. Because she was so freaked out. That's insane. Yeah. My brother told me this crazy story once. I should ask him about it. His friend moved into a house and then Alexa started talking or whatever it's called. Oh, no. And started saying weird stuff about the house. Like, don't go into the locked room. What? Or like, yeah, like crazy stuff. Or like, what do, you, do you know what happened in this house? Or like weird stuff. I need <laughs> to ask him. Yeah, we need, <laughs> we need an interview with that person. Yeah. yeah, he said it was like really scary and that the people like didn't know what happened. And it was... Like, I've heard of Alexa like just... Yeah saying things at random times of the day it's like when the furbies went crazy in oh, the 90s yeah, do you the remember furbies. that yeah like the furby uprising oh yeah weren't they saying like really weird things yeah and they started like swearing and stuff oh right maria our producer looks that terrified out of her mind she's just ran out of the room crying <laughs> maria it's okay <laughs> maria it's gonna be fine i didn't run out of the room i'm here maria it's she okay. came back really fast maria okay. anyways if you're listening you should download yes yeah, the sleep, sleep talk. talk app i've used it a bunch and all i've heard is like snoring Demons. or like rustling of the sheets but i'm i'm afraid to use it i know i'm i i don't think i can use it i'm too afraid i kind of want to but if, we, if anyone has used it or people should use it and yeah, then yeah use it us, and send in your recordings yeah because it's the app that lets you like download it and you can like send it to whatever and then there's like the best of where people make their recordings public oh and there's God. like they're mostly funny yeah it's mostly just people like saying, saying gibberish yeah yeah, I'm not doing it. I went. I got Reiki the other day, and the woman told me there was a demon attached to my body that she removed. She Wait, said it very what? casually. Yeah, she was like, "Do you have problems with your knees and like your back?" And she's like, "And also, I remove the dark force that was attached to you." And then she like kept talking, just casually. Yeah, and then I was like, "Hold up." <laughs> yeah it was like she said it like it's just something normal she does all the time so i'm not doing this sleep well talk, i did this like i read the demon that was falling around and then i got you had yeah. headaches too right your knees hurt wait yeah. i'm sorry I was like, uh, excuse you uh should we get on to our main story yeah let's talk about our main story Your significant other woke up every night screaming. It began with a blood curdling scream. It's called sleep paralysis, and it's a true waking nightmare. They're terrifying, anxiety provoking. Terrifying. Just terrifying. Something pressing on your chest, choking or assaulting you. Today we're going to be discussing night terrors and sleep paralysis. Night terrors are episodes of screaming, intense fear, and flailing while still asleep. Sleep paralysis is a feeling of being conscious but unable to move. It occurs when a person passes between stages of wakefulness and sleep. Some people report feeling pressure or a sense of choking, while others have actually seen a shadow demon looming over them. There's other like hallucinations and creatures too. What is this creature and why do so many people report seeing the same thing? 
Is it a hallucination, an actual demon that breaks into your home? We have some theories. Have you ever had a night terror? Well, I've had many night terrors. And oh, no, I've had... Screaming. Yeah, where I just wake up where I am stuck somewhere or I have had dreams where I have killed people when I've had to bury their bodies and then like I got caught. Oh my God. (laughs) 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 Mostly in the past couple years, I've been having really bad dreams. Like I don't have good dreams anymore. This is dark and sad. (laughs) (laughs) And there's so, so much anxiety. Really? Where like I have to get out of somewhere. Someone's chasing me. Do you think you're remembering past lives? Probably. This is terrifying. It really is. Like, sleeping is... A burden uh, to your life. Yeah, but it comes in, like, phases. Like, a few months ago, there was, like, a few weeks where I would wake up every night screaming or just yelling. And I wouldn't really remember everything that I was dreaming, but I remember, like, the feeling of, like, oh, thank God I'm awake. Have you talked to anyone about this? Yeah, I've talked to my therapist about it. What does she think? She's like, it's just stress and anxiety and... Oh, my could gosh. Be, it's a side, a side effect of medication... Oh, I guess that can happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And it, gummy vitamins are really <laughs> intense. Yeah, it's pretty... Cr- and I've I've had sleep paralysis. Okay, yeah. So, so what... It, the first time I had it... Oh, my God. I was 16 or 17. Oh, my God. So I was up all night. I was at a rave. <laughs> <laughs> this is... The night probably I've taken the most drugs ever in my life was like, sorry, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> I was like 16 or 17. I was at a rave with my friend Lizzie and we, the guy who ran the rave is, was her I boyfriend at the time. <laughs> and like, like the this guy from Wu-Tang was there or something, whatever. The rave got <laughs> shut down. He gave us his backpack. He's like, meet us at this hotel. We take this backpack. We go to her house. We open the backpack. It's just like full of money. And we're like, what? Yeah. Sorry. From like the rave. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like do we just take this money we're like no he knows where we live right. so we go meet him at the hotel and it's like midnight the guy from wu-tang clan gave you a bag no, full of money the guy who was running there oh, was like okay. a rave promoter wu-tang was i think it was like the rizzo was like performing at oh, this okay, round. and so we this has nothing to do with sleep well we go to the hotel it's like midnight and we're like well what do we do and like some people were there and we're like well we have some ecstasy like left over from the party yeah so we all like take ecstasy and we're just like hanging out and then like couple hours later it's like well let's take more and then you know once you start doing exit you're like let's take more let's take more by like 7 a.m we had brought i don't know maybe like five or six pills or something Holy shit! and like ecstasy at the time was like just becoming popular people were mixing it with all sorts of crazy shit there was probably fentanyl i don't know if it was fentanyl yet but it was most likely meth and whatever and it was like noon by the time we like left and i was oh just like like get yeah. home i go to sleep i live with my parents so i'm in high school yeah. i go to sleep right before i or i was falling asleep and then like my eyes were open and all of a sudden i started seeing these like vines growing over okay do you me? think that maybe this is a drug hallucination well that's what I, but <laughs> it's weird <laughs> most likely i mean i wasn't still okay tripping at the time because like i drove home and i was like i feel fine yeah but there were these vines growing over me and i couldn't move interesting and i couldn't move and then i saw in the corner of my room this dark like 
cloud was like there and i like i was still and i was like trying to move my feet and like remember my arms shaking holy shit and it was like all these like colored weird things growing on top of me and then like i all of a sudden i woke up i was like ah and like i turned on the light in my bedroom and i i had to sleep with the light on yeah that's so scary so (laughs) i had taken a lot of drugs at the time (laughs) (laughs) but also that was the scariest but also i've had things where i just like wake up and like your body isn't fully awakened but your brain is awake oh my god that was the scariest Thing that's ever happened to me my brother had night terrors growing up oh yeah he he had dreams or he or he was like half awake half asleep and he wouldn't be able to move his body and there'd be a witch or like a demon at the bottom of <gasps> his bed trying to eat his toes oh no <laughs> yeah. oh no all through his adolescence and then he'd also like sleepwalk or like fight and like my mom you're not supposed to wake someone up i guess right. he's having like sleep paralysis or right. night terrors or whatever but then he ended up writing a book about it called nightmares oh. so that's cute for like why <laughs> it's cute <laughs> for like young adults oh wow yeah who are like dealing with night terror stuff oh that's crazy but something interesting that i remember is that there's a he had really bad ocd and he also got strep throat a lot and i guess there is some correlation between like strep throat ocd and sleep paralysis oh weird like the whatever the bacteria is or virus that gives you strep throat right or affects your tonsils or adenoids or whatever it is that's in your throat affects your sleep because it affects the amount of air that's right. going in your oh yeah your sleep tubes Blair, sleep your tubes? swallow sleep tubes <laughs> your sleep tubes <laughs> your sleep tubes and then that affects like your whole like sleep apnea and all that kind of stuff so oh. it, it affects like your REM sleep and things like that and that's how sleep paralysis and night terrors can happen interesting because you get you're not getting enough air or something and then you get into a weird right because it's not your body or it's your body so my (laughs) listen i'm not a doctor but i my one listen i'll just say ethereally i did you just find something well this is producer maria um (laughs) hi maria hey how's it going hey are you done crying (laughs) I remember seeing something on TV about this, about how, like, and I just found this article on Cosmopolitan, my son almost lost his mind from strep throat. Like how kids go, if left untreated, they can go a little crazy. Yeah. Oh. Um, He, like this kid, his mental condition devolved scarily fast. He was tormented by constant intrusive thoughts about death and disaster. They carried a surreal edge. What if he woke up in the morning as someone else? What if their dog was an imposter? Yeah. This is all because he had, he had strep throat. And so a blood test given by a neural neurologist came back normal. So Melanie tracked down a psychiatrist who put him on an SSRI that helped combat, um, obsessive compulsive disorder. Oh my God. Yeah. Whoa. The nurse told the mom about a childhood disease called pandas. What? P-A-N-D-A-S, also called PANS. And it's the pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric disorder associated with streptococcus. 
So uh, it's a condition brought on by exposure to the bacteria that causes strep throat. Oh, weird. Though it may also be caused by a virus or a parasite. The disease turns the body's normal antibodies into dysfunctional ones that attack a part of the brain called the basal ganglia, which controls movement and thought. Bizarre behaviors result, often causing a misdiagnosis of purely psychiatric illness. We just cracked the case. What the? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Did you get strep throat a lot as a kid? E- no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> my, my sister did. My sister had her tonsils out. I don't think she was having night terrors. Though. I'm sure that's what happened to your brother, though. That's yeah, crazy. That must have been what happened to him. Was he put on SSRIs? No, but he had OCD. Oh, right. And he had strep a lot. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Autoimmune neuropsychiatric and he had the disorder. night terrors. So, I don't know. I mean, that, that can't be the blanket cure or the blanket you know but there is some sort of correlation between strep throat ocd and night terrors and sleep paralysis huh psychologically or neurologically and just so you guys know october 9th is panda's awareness day is oh, there a color we're supposed to wear or some sort of i don't know i'll click facebook avatar that we're supposed to <laughs> <laughs> change no color melissa what are some of the causes of night terrors other than um, strep throat <laughs> and OCD. Well, anxiety and depression, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder can cause people to have recurrent nightmares. It can be caused by sleep apnea and restless leg syndrome. And also night terrors run in families, which is interesting. And then sleep paralysis. So what happens with that is the mind feels lucid and awake, but the body is still flooded with the chemicals that keep the body paralyzed during sleep and so when that happens people have reported hearing buzzing humming static hissing voices whispers and roars and people have also had feelings of being dragged out of bed flying or levitating between eight percent and fifty percent of people have experienced sleep paralysis and five percent experience it regularly that feels like a high amount to me yeah, because 5% of what, how many billion people are in the world? I literally don't know how to count or do math. <laughs> so hundreds of millions of people have it, which, I mean, I believe it. I don't believe it. You don't believe that it? That sounds way too much for me. Uh, there's no treatment for it. There's there's nothing you can do. It's just improved sleep habits, going to bed at the same time, uh, avoiding caffeine. And they've actually tested GHB. What's that? For it? GHB is a drug that I have taken for fun in my life. It's the date rape drug. <laughs> <laughs> you date raped yourself? Oh, is yeah. it like ketamine? Sort of, yeah. Okay. It's similar. <laughs> yeah, when I, was, when I was 16 or 17, I took a lot of drugs. And it's it was a liquid. <laughs> we put in orange juice and you drink it. And you're basically just like... You're extremely drunk. Like, you're out of it. You're just like, yeah. Like, I remember just, like, laying, like, backwards on the staircase, like, ah, and everyone was like, ah, we're fucked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, throwing up profusely afterwards. Oh, my God, that sounds but so GHB fun. But GHP is being used for depression, like, tiny amounts of it. Yeah, like the ketamine nose spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ketamine, G- yeah. The I've, last I've, guy I dated microdosed ketamine. Oh, God. Ketamine's crazy. Yeah, I thought it was really stupid. He's like, I'm sober, but sometimes I do ketamine. No. That's not not how it works. Ketamine is fucking right. The one time I did it, I felt like I was like walking sideways in the room. Like, oh, really? Like the room was like crooked. 
Like that picture with all the staircases are weird? Yes. That's how it felt. It was fucking weird. I bet the CBD people will say that it cures sleep paralysis. Yeah, because the only treatment is just sleeping better. Yeah, that's a... I'd be mad if someone told me that. Uh, The sleep paralysis demon. It's very common to experience a shadowy figure entering your room or outside the window, looming over you and sometimes choking you. That sounds cool. Sometimes he'll also have sex with you. Have you heard that? What? Yeah, sometimes a demon has sex with you. Sometimes it's like a succubus, like a sexual demon. Oh, God. Anna Nicole Smith famously said that a ghost was having sex with her. Oh, right. Do you remember that? Yeah. She said a ghost was having sex with her at night. Um, Not being able to move activates your fight fight or flight instincts, your vasal vagal syncope is what I think it is. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are laughing. I'm literally, you, I'm literally a doctor, which can <laughs> intensify the effects of the threat response well above the level typical of normal dreams, which could explain why such visions during sleep paralysis are so vivid. Mm. People will attempt to breathe deeply and not be able to do so, creating a sensation of resistance, resistance which causes you to panic and your body interprets that as an unearthly being sitting on your chest trying to suffocate you good so this sensation of entrapment causes a feedback loop when the fear of suffocation increases as a result of not being able to move causing people to struggle to end the sleep paralysis so the more you struggle the harder it gets oh that's what i felt so like crazy. trying to get out of it and, and then you start to? panicking you're like i can't move i'm dead my my, my body is dead there's someone gonna eat me Ugh. and then like that just makes it so much worse that's oh, what a lot of people like say like the, the weird demon in the corner yeah it's crazy or sitting on your chest oh god sleep paralysis it's been around forever like there's instances in history uh, the earliest that I found on the internet was in 2400 BC. There's a reference to this thing called Lilith. It was called Lilithu or the she demon. And she bore children from her nocturnal unions with men. She was also known as Adam's first wife, who rather than obey, became a demon that preyed on women during childbirth. Sick. In modern Middle Eastern maternity wards, some women still wear, wear amulets for protection. The first clinical description was in 1664 by a Dutch doctor, and he referred to it as incubus or the nightmare. Huh. Not the band. Uh, there's a painting in 1781 by Henry Fuseli called The Nightmare, which depicts a demon sitting on the chest of a sleeping woman. Yeah. So people have been experiencing this forever. In This is a weird thing, right? In 1977, it was discovered that more than 100 previously healthy people from various Southeast Asian communities had died mysteriously in their sleep from sudden unexplained nocturnal death syndrome. What? No underlying cause was ever found, only that subsequent studies revealed a high rate of sleep paralysis and belief and the dab sog, which is the night hag amongst members of the community. That's what my brother saw, the night hag. Yeah. And that's what, that's what, oh, a lot of, in what's that movie we watched? The Nightmare? The Nightmare, yeah. It's a cool documentary about night terrors. Yeah, it's people describing. And they say that the movie Insidious 
is about night terrors and sleep paralysis. And that like the demon or the ghost in the movie Insidious is like the night hag from night terrors. Um, Also during the Salem witch trial, several people reported nighttime attacks by various alleged witches that may have been caused by sleep paralysis. And in Mexico, it's believed that sleep paralysis is caused by the spirit of a dead person the ghost lies on top of the body of the sleeper, rendering them unable to move. People refer to this as Subirse el Muerto, which means literally dead person on you. Uh, people used to think that black cats would sit on the chest of babies and suck out their breath. Hot. Yeah. Uh, Wes Craven got the idea of Freddy Krueger because he was obsessed with sleep paralysis and the fact that something in your dreams could kill you. Interesting. Interesting fact. The well, the first instance of a black of someone saying a black cat killed their child was in 1791. <laughs> a child of 18 months was found dead near Plymouth, and it appeared on the coroner's inquest that the child died in consequence of a cat sucking its breath, thereby occasioning a strangulation. I wonder if that's where like a dingo ate my baby came from. A dingo actually. You know that whole story. Those people made it up. No, I don't know. what. What's the dingo ate my baby thing? Well, it's this whole thing about a, the woman said a dingo ate her baby. Like they were on a camping trip or yeah. whatever. And then and it, there was a whole trial about it. Yeah. And I think she, her Who were they suing? The dingo? Well, people thought they killed their baby. Oh, Or really? it was like neglect or something. Yeah. And I can't... I, Wish I could remember the outcome. Either they were accused of murder or they weren't. <laughs> but something fishy about that was like, Let's, I remember reading it. about that. Like, oh, fuck, this is a whole thing. It's like very dark. Okay, sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> uh, Chamberlain, who the Lindy Chamberlain Creighton, who was the mother, she was imprisoned for three years after being convicted of the, convicted of the murder of her baby, azaria but then was later exonerated stop oh my god this is even better meryl streep played chamberlain in the movie evil angels 1988 also known as a cry in the dark in which she exclaimed the dingo took my baby we have to insert a sound clip of that if we can find it oh i'll find it (laughs) the dingo took my baby what it's a whole dark thing that dingo story yeah sorry we should stick with the cat sucking a breath out of a baby which is much lighter it's also cross-cultural there are names for the sleep paralysis demon in many cultures and tribes that actually recognize this as real the shona culture of zimbabwe calls them madzakirira which is an evil spirit pressing down in the Islamic culture, it's called the Djinn, an invisible race similar to the humans who inhabit the earth. In Cambodia, it's the Kut Sukot, a ghostly figure holding you down. And in Turkish culture, it's the Karabasan, the dark presser. So like it's all every culture has. Yeah. There's so many names for this thing like all over the world. So every culture has like. It's experience. a phenomenon that yeah. happens everywhere. Yeah. There's Which just is, this demon running around that everyone knows about. Sitting on people. Sitting on your face. <laughs> There's a face-sitting demon, <laughs> and we need to bring it to the light. 
Um, so let's talk about the shadow people. They're dark silhouettes with human shapes and profiles that flicker in and out of peripheral vision. A common one is called the hat man who wears a top hat and a suit. Like the Babadook. Oh my God. Yeah, like the Babadook. Oh, is the Babadook based off of... Oh, maybe the Babadook the is about... demon? Sleep paralysis. Oh, because he's wearing a top hat, right? Yeah, gay icon of Babadook. Yeah. Um, in 2001, on an episode of Maria, our producer, who's crying, favorite show, Coast to Coast, Art Bell had a guest on talking about the shadow people. The episode is said to have been the first time the topic was ever discussed. So <laughs> over 4,000 people sent Art Bell emails and drawings of shadow people after he had this like guy on talking about like sleep demons and sleep paralysis. And they all had like similar visions and similar stories. One person said he saw a big black blob with red eyes. He was able to see his body in the bed, but was unable to move. Then his bed started to envelop him. And then another guy said he was being held down by these living ribbons being tied around his body around the bed. That's, that's like you, what Melissa. I experienced. Oh my God, that's like you on your e-trip. I was coming down from a lot of drugs. <laughs> Most likely there was meth. Yeah, another guy. <laughs> do, do you want to try, to try that sentence again? <laughs> I just remember that I wrote... Uh, and here, another group of people who have reported seeing shadowy figures is meth users. <laughs> Those are when people are like ODing on meth or they're like strung out on meth. They see people following them because they're yeah. super paranoid. And I'm but like, maybe well, maybe the drugs that I was taking allowed you to see in this other realm. For sure had meth in them. <laughs> and yeah. so I was like, ugh, ugh, like seeing, seeing the other weird dimension. things. Yeah. Um, how are all these people seeing the same thing and describing similar experiences? Is it just how our brains work? It's been described throughout history and different cultures. Are people just applying what they know of these stories to what is actually happening to them? Like with UFO abductions and aliens with almond shaped eyes. Yeah. Like did, did someone say like create this monster and everyone's like, Oh yeah, that is what it feels like when I'm sleeping. And now it's just this whole cultural thing of like, Oh yeah, it's the sleep demon. Yeah. Like, is that something that was just made up or like, but for me, I, I didn't know what sleep paralysis was when I first had that weird thing of like a shadowy creature. Yeah. You're like, what's happening to me? Yeah. Yeah. It's like how everyone just described aliens as being the same because they've seen it in a movie. And so right. now alien, everyone just right. thinks they look similar. There's also a lot of scary sleep diseases that are similar. Um, there's fatal familial insomnia, which is a rare genetic degenerative brain disorder, usually inherited, that causes an inability to sleep that may be initially mild, but progressively worsens, leading to significant physical and mental deterioration. It usually kills people within a year. That's frightening. That's my worst nightmare. Just not being able to sleep and then you just die. Yeah. Scary. That's crazy. But this one, there's one called exploding head syndrome, which is not what you think it is. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What is that? It's when you hear loud noises and bombs crashing and cymbals when you fall asleep or wake up in the middle of the night. Have you ever experienced that? Or you just feel Have like a I loud ever experienced exploding <laughs> head syndrome? I feel like I would have mentioned that to you by now. Well, you- maybe if you forgot that you heard like a loud <laughs> bombing noise. Have I ever heard bombs and cymbals in the middle of the night? No. Um, 
sudden unexplained death syndrome, people who die in their sleep. Yeah, that's terrifying. There's yeah. Klein. Well, I first read it as Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein syndrome. Klein, syndrome. <laughs> Klein Levin syndrome. It's called sleeping beauty syndrome where people just sleep all the time and they only wake up to eat or use the bathroom. I think I do have that. Yeah, right? Yeah, I 100% have that. I don't have exploding head syndrome, but I do have sleeping beauty syndrome. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And now we actually have an interview with someone who has suffered from sleep paralysis and night terrors. Thrived with. Thrived. <laughs> you, I, I like that. I like yeah. that. Not lived, but like. You're thriving. Thri- you're thriving with yeah. <laughs> Welcome paralysis and night terrors. Welcome to the podcast, Stephen Bridal. Hey, thanks. Thanks for being here on this hot Sunday afternoon in the Erio studio. Which does not have air conditioning. On the weekends. Just kidding. On the weekends. Otherwise it does and it's a gorgeous facility. (laughs) (laughs) We we have it. We can rag on Maria for not paying her AC bills. Yeah, Maria, what the fuck? It's too hot to be to be jonesing with each other. I'm happy that you guys thought of me as soon as you thought of Night terrors. So, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured you would have. Yeah, you probably sure. suffer the most of anyone I know. <laughs> I don't know what Maria, that means. How, I mean, um, Melissa, how did you know that Stephen had night terrors? Well, I sent out a text to the Pistol Shrimps uh, text thread, mm-hmm. and it, Stephen's a part of the Pistol Shrimps text thread. Yeah, and uh, Molly said something too. Molly said she had a weird. Ni- Molly from Spermcast mm-hmm. said she had a weird nightmare where like a child was like appeared and talked to her. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, okay. that doesn't happen to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so what what happens to you? What's your history of this? This started when I was, like, maybe in young adolescence. I kind of uh, didn't know what lucid dreaming was. And it started like oh. that. Kind of slowly over time in my teens, I think when anxiety had something to do with it, it started happening. And I didn't mm-hmm. know 
like there wasn't the internet or there weren't like books to right. like learn this stuff. So it was my thing. It was like something that was kind of secret that yeah. I didn't know how to tell people about. What were the dreams like? Like what you said it started as lucid dreaming. What, what did that entail? It, uh, I slowly learned over time that I had agency in my dreams and I could make decisions and do things. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Like but, a movie. Yeah. It just, it uh-huh. slowly built over time that I was comfortable like uh being in control yeah so when the night terrors started it's a complete lack of control a lot of people say it's like the old witch you feel like somebody's like mm-hmm. sitting on you none of that made sense to i i end up i ended up reading about that and right. it just seemed weird i it wasn't until i heard somebody describe how a mobster was killed by by um you know when they pour cement into like like, yeah. Like oh, a, yeah. Like a barrel. That's how it feels. That's how it. it oh it, gosh. Like when I heard that described to me, I thought, "That's finally I haven't like that is that is how it feels." That's terrifying. So people have said it feels like a pressure on your chest, right? Um, mm-hmm. So what it is is a complete lockdown. I cannot control my body, but your mind is awake, and you can hear, and you are there, and what I would describe over like many years I would wake up screaming because I had been fighting for maybe like two hours to try two to move that hours. Long. Yeah. And I was dating this girl at the time. And one night, uh, I woke up screaming and she was shaking. me, <gasps> And she said, you have been screaming with your eyes open for the last 30 seconds. And I can't get you to wake up. Oh my fucking God. That's so terrifying. Holy shit. So that's kind of when like it opened up and I started talking about it. Yeah. And then kind of to put a barrier between how scary it is. I, and myself, I started telling it like, you know, we would all get drunk and I would talk about like, this is what happened. And everyone yeah. like, freaked out. Like a scary story. Yeah. And there's, there are two events that happened that like, once I got comfortable doing these things, um, things happened and that those are the stories that I would tell that would freak people out. And that's, so on the text chain, I had kind of said, yeah, like the synopsis of like, I, I experienced something that I really, it's kind of gross and weird to talk about. So that, yeah. that's why you want to talk about it. Yeah, um, let's hear it. What are the stories? Yeah, what are the isolated events that you usually talk about? So once I got comfortable and like learned to, like I would compare it to meditating, where you just, you accept that you are not your body, huh. that, mm-hmm. you're, that you're this like aware presence. And when you do that, then you can be okay with everything. Um, and then I was obsessed with trying to open my eyes to see, like, to see if I could control anything yeah, or control my hand, try to lift my hand or or do anything. Um, so what is that Leonardo DiCaprio movie that I'm thinking of? Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's Uh, who's eating, who's eating Gilbert grape. No. The one who's where he eating? goes, <laughs> who's eating? Who's eating? Yeah, I was like, what? Who's eating what Gilbert's grapes? Who's eating? Who's the eating one the grapes? Goes into dreams. Oh, Inception. 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 Is it like that? Yeah, kind of? yeah. It's with a bank heist, and the <laughs> my, my crew shows up. Yeah. <laughs> Your crew show up. Um, okay, continue. So at the time, I was like, you know, I had somebody in my bed. Yeah, I had a, I had a girlfriend there who would kind of pr- report like what she was. Was seeing. this a whole other girlfriend? No, this was this was same some, girlfriend. Same girlfriend. Okay, yeah, I was we, like, "Damn, you're a pimp." <laughs> <laughs> what if I said no? Uh, 
<laughs> it was somebody else, but yeah, not my girlfriend. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> okay, continue. Uh, so she became, she was hip to this whole thing, and um, she accepted me for my screaming and you know <laughs> my, so nice. my paralysis. But she, um, uh, she would kind of know when I was in that state because she could hear me kind of like I oh was, I was getting some vocalization <sighs> out. Um, and one time, I felt I had the agency to open up my eyes yeah. and it was starting and I, I could see vision was coming to my eyes and my eyelids are shaking. I don't know how to set this up. I'm just going to say it, it. Yeah. because I don't know how to explain it, but I opened up my eyes and it was my room. But imagine if there were thousands of little glowing gnats <sighs> that were swarming around, uh, the space of my room, but interacting with the walls and like, oh, what? Um, like all different colors. The room was completely dark, but that was illuminating everything. Oh, oh weird. So I don't have an explanation for that. No. <laughs> um, but my rational brain says if your body's paralyzed and if it's receiving some sort of input, yeah, I don't know. Like it was, Receiving something and trying to make sense of what it was seeing. Do you have any theories about what it could be? Uh, ghost gnats. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the only logical explanation. The only, uh, it felt like it felt like if I were to be super mystical and we right. were, we were going to be like hippy dippy about it, I could say something like, "It's the flow, man," or "It's the yeah. <laughs> it's the positive energy or negative energy, yeah." Man. Um, because I know some people are like, okay, it's aliens visiting you, or you're astral traveling to another dimension, or it's, you know, other dimensions melding into yours, or, you know, yeah. I don't know. There People say such crazy things about what it could be. Yeah. The second time I opened up my eyes, um, I was trying to control my hand. I was like, I was thinking, all I'm going to do is focus on lifting my hand, and in the attempt, it could have been like an hour. I don't know. Like, um, I was trying to move my hand and open up my eyes to see that my hand was raised. I thought it was only raised maybe a couple inches from where it was. But when I opened up my eyes, the same kind of thing again, it was raised toward the ceiling and like waving like, like someone was shaking it. And immediately closed my eyes and I was paralyzed back in my body again. And I was like, what the, f- oh, what the fuck did I just God. see? Oh my God. This is terrifying. <laughs> so, I mean, imagine like a puppet. Yeah. You're like a marionette. Yeah. Like who's slowly learning how to do it for himself. Like that's, that's what it looked like. Oh, So, um, I live with that. So this still happens to you. No, you know, it stopped. Uh, when that relationship ended. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Wait, that's crazy. Yeah. And then was there a lot of stress happening in that? That's that. That's real. Yeah. Let's say stress. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that contributed to the amount of stress. Wow. Uh, and then I think you could you could make some correlation to like lack of control in my life. Or, right. You know. I think I I took it as a sign that something was wrong, something like I needed to process through something. And now it doesn't happen, but I still lucid dream. 
Um, oh, really? Yeah. So like the bad part kind of went away mm-hmm. and now there's a purity to it. doesn't happen all the time. And mm. I, uh, I can't remember the last time I was like night terrored. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, like, like paralyzed in my bed, but yeah, it was like, that's crazy for 15 years. Like, oh, wow. This was going on. Yeah. How do you describe lucid dreaming? Like for people who might not understand what that is, like how would, how does it look to you? To me, it's, I return to a scenario that I think I've been to, like you would say, like a dream. Yeah. Like, like we have a recurring dream or something yeah. like that. In the dream, I'll remember, right, I've been here. And I and I understand how this plays out. And then I can deviate from that. And then the next step that I know is I can raise off the ground. Whoa. I, that sounds weird. No, no. You're, just, you're astral traveling. My grandma used to say that she could do that. Yeah. That's crazy. The, the, first, the first thing that I do when I know like, oh, this is a dream is whoever's there in the dream with me, I go, oh, watch. And I jump and then I stay up in the air. That's so crazy. And... That sounds... I've never told anybody that. It doesn't. I love no, it. No, that's awesome. I would love to be able to levitate in my dreams like Chris Angel. It, feel, it feels like Chris Angel. Mind freak. It, it does. My grandma always used to say, like, you can ask for travel and the, the laws of the world don't apply to us. And I was like, oh. I don't understand what that means. But it sounds like what... Like lucid dreaming is just like the laws... <laughs> Maria's <laughs> Maria's laughing. Why you? The laws of the world don't apply to me, Maria. <laughs> it's true. That's such an yeah. audacious thing to say. She lives in her own lawless world. I live in a lawless land. That's literally something She's Trump, murder a few Trump people. would say. The laws of the world don't apply to me, Ali Siegel and Donald Trump. <laughs> what horrible company? What is her uh, experience with it? Like uh, how she? My grandma was a psychic and. A Reiki healer and wow. an astral traveler, which wow. is why I'm in a But I'm none of those things. Like, I'm just. Well, you maybe know, you have I, the potential to be, though. Oh, man. You're a wizard, Harry. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm just, you know, I'm just a suburban kid from Arizona. I don't know. You don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but, you know, I'll see in my dreams. Yeah. Did you ever tell your parents? I did because they, I mean, they could hear me. Oh, uh, right. Screaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and it became kind of a conversation. And I don't think they really right. even have like the any idea of how to approach that and right. be like, we can be helpful. Yeah. Um, I went to go see a doctor and they put me on Roserum. What's which, that? Which is like Zero. a, it's, um, it was the commercial with Lincoln and a beaver, but it, it was. Oh my God, I don't remember. It was, that sounds like the show Angry Beavers. What? <laughs> what, what it's a sleep it? medicine. Okay. But it, oh, is it, it like Ambien? Yeah, I think so. It, it, oh. And then I thought like, maybe that was. what was It was con- still happening. Yeah. And I stopped taking it and it was still happening. So right, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it contributed to that, but hmm. I'm not an authority other than I've lived. This has happened to you. Other than it's happened to me. So it's, you can either believe what I said or not. Find some other guy with some other story. We did some weird research and we found that there's a bizarre correlation between strep throat oh. and, yeah. and night terrors and sleep paralysis. Did you get strep throat a lot as a kid? Yeah. Uh- Stop! Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to edit those volumes down. One more time, but quieter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I, 
I had asthma growing up, yeah. and then I had a lot of like breathing and respiratory um, things. I wonder you know, if that contributed to lack of oxygen getting to your brain no, totally. or I like think, that's a totally good point i don't know yeah because and it's the same with strep throat and tonsillitis right, and your asthma bacteria. yeah that you're not getting enough air to your brain and then right. you start like weird hallucinate right hallucinatory stuff yes. my mic wasn't in the right dr ellie siegel well you know that that could very much be it yeah how's your breathing now it's just amazing. <laughs> and then no more night terrors. Well, they say you age out of asthma. And I kept, I, I was dealing with it up until like mid-20s. Did you have it when you were with that girlfriend? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Guys, I'm not kidding. I am literally a doctor. <laughs> and, and the laws of the universe don't apply to me. I'm not kidding. I'm literally <laughs> You're the doctor of this lawless world. Yeah, this lawless land I live in incredible it's like westworld yeah so really only the people who i share a bed with <laughs> know about it, this right but then then again it hasn't happened in like maybe five or six years oh what you haven't woken up screaming or anything no um wow. i yeah i can't remember a time that i was distressed while i was sleeping um, right amazing so wow. if you suffer from this kind of thing then maybe the solution is meditation yeah that I, helped yeah the, the, that a lot of different things I did to stop, to make this go away, like bettering my diet, uh-huh. uh, better sleep schedules, mm-hmm. all, all these things. But meditation, absolutely. And Getting therapy. Yeah. Right. Uh, talking to somebody. And uh, breaking up with your significant other. Yeah. And separating yourself, it seems like, from your body yes. when you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you can separate yourself <laughs> from your body to get away from your significant other, that's just, <laughs> that's heaven. That's <laughs> it takes a lot of practice. It takes 15 years of practice. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe I was astral projecting the hell out of there. Wow. Good point. Yeah. It all wow. makes sense. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for. Thank you, Dr. Siegel. This is a. Yes. That's my new. Can we switch things on the air? Dr. Siegel. Dr. Siegel and Melissa Stetton. Web nurse. crawlers. Yeah. Amazing. Dr. Siegel and Nurse Stetton. Web crawlers. MD. Where can people find you on the internet or is there anything you want to pump or promote? Steven is a very great artist, Thank graphic you. artist. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Instagram, Stephen Bridal. Uh, YouTube, Stephen Bridal. All the available socials, Stephen Bridal. What's your Venmo? <laughs> Stephen, Stephen Bridal. I think it is. Yeah. Perfect. Thank yeah. you so much. Venmo Thank- him a dollar if you like the story. Yeah, if you like the story, Venmo him one dollar. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think these shadow people, demon, witch hags are? Okay, well, I do think that the, the strep throat thing could be it. Yeah, I think that like if you have strep throat a lot as a kid and get that parasite and maybe it like lives inside your brain forever. Oh, and it could create hallucinations. And it can create hallucinations that mm. you just like bring forth for the rest of your life. A lot of doctors diagnose it as schizophrenia. Oh. Which I don't know if that's true. Sleep paralysis is, I guess the thing that doctors say it could most likely be is when... Your body or your brain is still in REM yeah. sleep or your body is still in REM sleep and your brain wakes up and there's like a weird disconnect where that moment between your brain awake and your body is still asleep. Still like asleep. the signals are kind of like messed up. Yeah. I think it's the seeing things and the hearing things, mm-hmm. the hallucinatory aspect that they attribute to schizophrenia, which oh, I think. Oh, yeah. 
is a little bit dismissive. I have a theory. Okay, yes. What is it? So these beings could be stuck in another dimension. Oh, interesting. And they're visiting us. <laughs> Which is in what the, the movie Insidious was about. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's oh, about like it. these people are astral traveling or oh. they're, yeah, they're astral traveling. And when their bodies are empty, like their souls are exiting their body, ghosts and like demons and poltergeists are coming into this realm and trying to inhabit that makes the sense. empty body. Yeah, they're so they in can like live again. the fourth dimension. Or no, the fifth, well, fourth dimension is time. The fifth dimension is sleep demons. What are the dimensions? What are the, what's the one, two, three? You know, it's, it's the first dimension. No, I don't know this. <laughs> Am I supposed to know all the dimensions? You know the, you know, I know the dimensions. like first base, second base, third base. Oh, like first boy. base is you kiss, second Area, base. Area, length, width. There's, if, if I may, there's, the first dimension is length like x-axis this um the second dimension is height mm-hmm. the third dimension is depth which is why like 3d like yeah. three-dimensional then the fourth dimension is time the fifth dimension the fifth and sixth dimensions are where the notion of possible worlds arises if we oh. could see on through the fifth dimension we would see a world slightly different from our own that would give us means of measuring the similarity and differences between our world and other worlds in the sixth, we would see a plane of possible worlds where we can compare. In the seventh, you have access to the possible worlds that start with different initial conditions. The eighth dimension, again, gives us a plane of such possible universe histories, each of which begins with different initial conditions. In the ninth dimensions, we can compare all the possible universe histories. In the tenth and final dimension, we arrive at the point in which everything possible and imaginable is covered. Wow. Which I think is true. I think there are there are I think there are multiple dimensions, and I think that that's what aliens are. Yes, which is what that guy said on Art Bell. Yes, he said they aren't like intergalactic; that they're interdimensional beings. Yes, and so people who talk about their abductions, yeah, there is a correlation between people having sleep paralysis and thinking they were abducted because they're shadowy creatures. Sometimes people are levitating. Oh, my God. And there's people around them, like, you know, doing procedures. Yeah. So a lot of that could just be people having sleep paralysis, thinking they're abducted. Or, or the aliens are coming through another dimension. Yes. And actually abducting them, but like in their sleep. So maybe it could be either or. Maybe could people who think or. they've been abducted are actually having sleep paralysis. Or maybe people yes. who have sleep paralysis are actually being abducted. Well, it makes sense also because most abductions that people talk about happen at night. At right? night. Right. Yeah, has anyone ever just been abducted during the day? Huh. That is a good question. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, but I don't think I've ever heard of a daytime abduction. Huh, gotta look into that. Also, I heard something interesting yesterday, which isn't about sleep paralysis, but I just, <laughs> it just came it. up. That crop circles, oh, are we boring you, Maria? <laughs> Did Maria just yawn? Maria just gave the biggest yawn I've ever seen. Wow, okay, sorry, cancel us. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had coffee, my stomach's grumbling. <laughs> um, that crop circles follow the Fibonacci sequence. Isn't that crazy? The one, two... I don't really know what the Fibonacci sequence is, but someone told me that, and it seemed important. 
Fibonacci sequence. <laughs> Fibonacci sequence is what happens is like all of uh, everything that happens in nature, everything that's organic in nature follows the Fibonacci sequence. Right. And so do crop circles. So if crop circles were man-made, then they probably wouldn't follow the Fibonacci sequence. So crop circles Crop circles are crazy because they're so precise. Right, that, which makes it think that they're not they're not made by like they're not hoaxes. If they are made by man, they're so complicated to make that it's that's it's impressive. Crazy. Well, now I'm on someone's Pinterest about crop circles. I don't want to <laughs> be here. I don't want to be in some neat. influencers Pinterest board mood board about crop circles. <laughs> Planning her I have wedding. another theory about shadow people. Yes. Like, well, yeah, shadow people are seen during the day. Shadow people really? are not necessarily just seen at night, but like out of the corner of your eye. Like on your peripheral vision, you see like dark creatures. Well, those are ghosts. Those could be ghosts or time travelers. Really? (laughs) (laughs) At AlienCon, we went to a time traveling seminar where a guy really passionately told us that we should never time travel. It wasn't about how to time travel. It wasn't about cool things that could happen. It was do not do this. Yeah, it was just a seminar about how we... Sh- it, it, he, even, he even said that we probably can't time travel. Yeah, he's like, you could maybe go into the future, but don't go into the past, because if you fuck up and you bring back diseases, there aren't going to be antibiotics for them. Yeah, he also wasn't even like, you can go into the future. He was just like, the future's going to happen. Yeah. He was just like, we're slowly moving towards the future, but whatever you do... Don't go into the past. And then you started talking about like, yeah, I grew up in Wisconsin and I was about his a dollar jaw. store. And I was like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, was and he's who like, cares? also make sure you vote. But the yeah, one thing vote. he did say, <laughs> he, the one thing he did say was that maybe Sasquatch is a time traveler. Oh, I'm interested in that. Yeah. He said because there's, <laughs> they never find any scat, which also just say poo oh yeah that was a weird thing. yeah he said they never find any scat or bones of sasquatches so perhaps oh. they're interdimensional time travelers yeah but sure but also yeah maybe these dark dark shadowy figures could be time travelers yeah and the um the woman on reddit maybe she was visited by a demon from a different dimension oh and that's who was talking yeah whoa good yeah good circling back yep that's good tight wrap up um, do you have any any more uh, theories? I think that's it. If you are listening, and also we'll tweet this today so you guys can do it, but you're listening to this in the future. And then you're screwed. And then I'm telling you to tweet today. So <laughs> what is time anyway? Um, download the Sleep Talk app and yes. send us send us what you hear. And we'll get to the bottom of whether or not we're all being possessed at night. Yeah. Melissa, where could people listen to us or follow us online? You should subscribe to us and review us and rate us. If you like us, give us five stars. If you don't like us, please don't. Because yeah. we don't need we don't need anything less than five stars. No, I What's don't think we only need that? five stars. Why would you go why would you rate someone three stars? No, that's stupid. I would go for four. Mm, only five. Only five. Okay, only rate I mean, us five stars. Well, mm, four is fine, but five stars. You got or four re- and a half. Can you do four and a half? No. Oh, okay, so only do five. And then follow us on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod. And then email us with any weird sleep paralysis Where can people stuff. email us? Webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. Okay, cool. Stay safe out there and um, don't sleep. 
Don't get eaten by the sleep demon. Bye. Bye. An Erio's original. Powered by Acast. 